You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. Morrow County, Ohio is my home. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Mike Amos! Welcome back! Well, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> oh, how is it going good, sir? That's going good. We've had a mild winter. That's been a good thing. Well, and we haven't been together for quite some time. Like, I feel a little, I guess a little like we're out of it. Well, you, you know, you didn't even get me a Valentine card or anything. Well, there's a reason. I didn't even get Ange one. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I did. I did get Angela one because that's the kind of hubby I am. So, uh, what's new? Anything? I was downstairs, got to see a little bit of the things that are not under sheets down there. In the in the Morrow County History Center? It's in the Morrow at County At 17 History. West High Street, Mount Gilead? On that the be the place, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it sounds like you guys have a lot going on down there because uh, I see some painting that has uh, taken place. I've also seen... Um, some things I saw Robin's cool science exhibit. Oh, isn't that something? she showed me? And yeah. uh, if you guys are interested, I believe we are about 50 days away from the science exhibit, something like that. Check our window, April they... the 8th, yes. 2024, the day the earth blacked out. Yeah, at least our area. Yeah, you know, uh, in in healthcare, we are really looking at that as well. We're going to treat it as a day where we have a whole bunch of um, snow, like a big snowstorm. Mm-hmm. We're you know packing in the extra food, um, you know stuff like that, so that we can make sure that we're prepared. And uh, we're gonna we're preparing for you know mass decon, mass casualty event, um, basically anything that could happen. We're preparing for. And yeah, we're right approach. in that path here in Morrow County. I mean... We're not on the center line, but here in Morrow County, you will have about three minutes pe- blackout. People are going nuts about this. <laughs> I can't believe it's that big of an event. And you know, it was funny. So out in Oregon, uh, when this happened the last time, they actually... Mike, people were stuck in traffic for... Um, about 20 hours, I think, is is what it said. And gas stations were out of gas. And That's what they say, say is going to happen here. And if you need food, get it ahead of time because the grocery stores are going to be selling off the shelves. You know, and Mike, <laughs> it's, say, not, it's not a bad thing for you to already have three days of food and water on hand per person in each of your, you know, in your house. It's really not a bad thing at all. Um, you should also prepare a gallon of water per day per person as well. Um, you know, you just never know, uh, what's going to happen. And one thing that, uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking that's probably going to happen and we haven't really, um, tested it per se is Mike, I think that the cell towers are going to go down. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you're going to have, um, you know, they build them for this area, you know, and I don't know that they're going to have the circuitry available to handle the load for the day. Oh, Wow. I mean, they're, they're expecting basically each county's population to triple based off of what they've seen before. Um, you know, we're talking like uh, Hardin County up in Kenton. They're talking 100,000 people up there. That is a lot of people. Well, all of our uh, county schools have closed for that day as well. 
There's a lot of them that have closed just because it is – it's it's very likely that uh, because you know the thing is like it's gonna people are gonna trickle in some are gonna come and stay the weekend and party and I've got a, a one of my team members work that works for me he's a DJ he actually has turned down several events really for that weekend because people want to have parties so he's turned that down. Uh, it's just going to be amazing. Like, um, it's nothing we've seen before. You know, we've seen the solar eclipse before. We've seen the lunar eclipse. But we've never seen anything like this before. So, you know, that's coming. That is, again, going to be April the 8th. And uh, we'll start to see some, you know, we'll get, uh, maybe we'll get Robin here. And uh, she can talk about uh, what uh, she's expecting here. And I might actually see if I can get uh, one of my co-workers on who has been doing a lot of the work and uh, Mike you might have seen her on the news when um, she talked about it the other day it's uh, Michelle Wright she's the safety um, senior consultant at Marion General Hospital okay okay so we'll see if we can get her on um, want to share one thing here, um, kind of sad, but yet I am expecting this to be a huge party. The end zone bar and grill will turn five years old and that's coming up very soon tomorrow, Friday, February the 16th. There is a $10 cover charge with a comedy show and a live band. So the comedy show is going to start at seven live band starts at eight 30. Your Ty Moore is his name. He's the comedian. Also, Zach Harley will be here. And, of course, the guys from, um, oh, I just lost their name. Um, oh, I just lost the name. I can see them. Um, doggone it. Steamtown Road. Okay. They're going to be there. Um, yeah, they're going to be there. And um, it's going to be a good time. And again, you know, this is something that Joe Long looked forward to. And uh, they're going to go on and carry out his wishes to have that party. So if you are available, go up to the end zone and have a great time. They do want to do some shout outs here to, um, to Aaron Kelty and Setfire's Edge Social Branding uh, that are, are helping to sponsor the event. And uh, the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds are going to go to Joe's wife, Sarah, their daughter, Olivia, and their son, Wyatt. So what an awesome thing to see. I wish Joe was here to, uh, to see that with us. Um, and I'm sure he will be in spirit for sure. He'll be, he'll be happy to see that party. Mike, do you have anything? I know well, uh, I, our I friend have, Russ shared some stuff with you. Well, well, we'll get to that in just a minute. But I do want to share what the Morrow County Historical Society will be doing in conjunction with the um, solar eclipse. Okay. Uh, March 28th and 29th will be spring break, and the uh, History Center will be open from 1 to 3. April 5th and 6th, which will be a fra- uh, Friday and Saturday, the History Center will be open from 11 to 4. April 7th, one thirty to 4, that's Sunday. And April 8th, the day of the event, the History Center will be open from 11 to 4. And the Morrow County Historical Society has um, NASA-approved eclipse glasses. I saw those downstairs. They look pretty sporty. They do. And I saw a picture on social media of Robin and Patty wearing theirs, and they actually tested them. 
And uh, I just saw Robin. She was able to tell me how many fingers I was holding up downstairs. So <laughs> I think that they work. Well, uh, we will be selling them for a $2 donation. And uh, they come in multiple patterns. And, you know, uh, stop in one of those days when we're open. Or if you know a Historical Society member, maybe they can uh, get some glasses for you. But they're going to be $2 a piece. Now, like you said, our good friend, uh, Russ Mayer did send some upcoming events and i need to get there hold on so while you're looking that up i'm going to share valentine's day pound and pour at the coat winery this looked really interesting caught my eye it's rock out workout wine and it starts saturday at 10 30 and goes till 12 30 and it says um let's see here $15 per ticket includes class and glass of wine and your choice of other beverages, wine, sangria, or other delicious choices that will be available, as well as non-alcoholic options, and they will accept cash and Venmo at the event. Join the MoCo Pound Pros, and do you know what Pound is? It's a group that exercises with drumsticks, and they literally beat on the floor, and it's very um, aerobic exercise. Like, it's, it's pretty intense. Like, I've seen some people post pictures post-workout, and I'm like, you look like you ran a marathon in 90-degree weather. They're all sweaty and everything. Um, that's going to be Saturday, this Saturday from 1030 uh, to 1230. And it looks like the class is going to be about 45 minutes long, and we'll start just about 1030. So if you are interested, head out to the Coat Winery. It does not show that you need to register early, though, so that'll be a good thing. What do you got, Mike? Okay. Um, I'm going to read this just as Russ Mayer uh, sent it. Don't forget to mention the annual consignment sale, the Carhartt Convention. The Junior Fair Board and Cattlemen will have food stands there on February 24th. Also, March 2nd is the Farmer's Share Breakfast at the Woods with our Candidate Forum. Uh, that's also at the Woods, formerly the Handlebar Ranch. There we go. And on February 24th as well. <clears throat> I'm hoping to attend this. Uh, the Genealogy Society will be meeting at the uh, Glory Baptist Church, just a little um, north of town here, north of Mount Gilead, at 6 p.m. And it's going to be a presentation on Ireland, and I cannot remember who it was, but somebody's been to Ireland. They're going to give a uh, presentation on Ireland. Oh, that's cool. We're getting towards St. Patty's Day, so that fits right in there well you know mike if you are interested in seeing just how strong you still are the gilead fitness center is uh going to be hosting a -a lift-a-thon and it's their annual it's going to be saturday the 24th of february at 10 a.m and it doesn't have too much information but they are um looks like they're going to start prepping for that so be checking out their social media to get some more information on that. I'm not extremely strong. I took a shower a little bit ago. Well, you don't smell strong yet, but I'm sure we'll get there at some point. Uh, Friday, March the 1st at 6 p.m. at the Cardington Cafe is paint night at the cafe. And it looks like this is going to be done by Lisa Reese. I think that's R-E-E-S, Reese. Uh, painter's choice at the cafe, pick one and paint. Come and join us for a local paint party at the Cardington cafe. Tickets are available. You can find it on the think local Morrow County page. Um, they'll have all kinds of fun stuff. 
Uh, just so you guys know, it starts at 6 and goes to 8. They're actually going to be doing an 11 by 14 traced canvas painting. So it looks like some of the work has already done for, has been done for you. They're going to be doing the Lucky Highlander. And, oh, it's right here, Mike. Do you see the little the Highlander cow down there? Okay, with the, yeah. Yeah, with the, the St. Paddy's Day hat on. Um, so that is on there. It looks like you do need to... Um, book ahead of time so visit their page at cardington cafe and then guys i i'm not even going to start sharing all of the fun things that they're doing down at the bunkers mill winery they are literally putting out stuff all the time for you to do um mike it's almost election time we probably need to uh, get a rundown here of some of those folks who are running for what offices um some of the uncontested offices um are going to be the county engineer. That's Bart Dennison. He's, uh, there's no one running against him. Sheriff John Hinton, no one's running against him. Um, man, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Judge Hickson, no one's running against him. Um, then we have the auditor. We have several people, I think five. Uh, Brandon Strain, Kathy Robinson, um, Vanderkoy. What's her first name? I've seen the signs. I don't remember. I can't think of her first name. Anyway, Vanderkoy. Jennifer Kimmy. Jennifer Kimmy. And um, there's one more. Uh, Jerry Newell from, from the uh, Bunkers Mill Winery, the wine guy. Um, then you have the county prosecutor office, and that is uh, incumbent Tom Smith V. and Andy Wick. Andrew Wick, sorry. I've known him for over 30 years, and it's hard to call him Andrew and not Andy. Um, so, you know, we'll share some of that, and we'll share the, um, I think Mount Gilead Schools has a renewal on their ballot uh, for this year. And I believe MRDD may have something on there as well. And, of course, the 4-H levy is up for renewal. And, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people, Mike, are, are upset about their property taxes, and that is... That's okay. Be upset about that, those property taxes, but just realize it's not the programs such as 4-H and the support that goes to the schools that have raised your taxes. It is the growth of, the, of, of our area and the fact that you know people who built a house for, say, 150000 are turning around and selling said property for $300,000. Um, or a half a million dollars, or, you know, and those property taxes did go up. And that is not a local thing. Again, that is not a local thing. Connie McChesney, as the county auditor, did not go out and say, oh, this house costs more, this house costs more, this house costs more. She did not do that. It is mandated by the state, by the state, that a certain period, all the properties are reassessed, and um, it just so happened that it fell in this time of high inflation, and, uh, Mike, I saw gas is going back up. Like, it is uh, way yeah. up, like uh, like 40 cents up. Yeah, it's uh, 3.39 out of the freeway right now. Yeah, so um, what else do you got for uh, – I'm on my soapbox here. I need to get step yeah, off. Yeah, I don't really have anything else at this time. I don't either. So, Mike, you know what time it is then, don't you? Well, yes, it is. Time to get uh, buckled in and ready to take that trip back in the <laughs> 
The Morrow County Flashback is sponsored by the Morrow County Historical Society. Now closed, but will be reopening April 1st and with special times to be open on the weekend of April 8th for the eclipse. And we'll share more of that information. And now to the president of the Morrow County Historical Society, Mike Wilson. Yay, yay, yeah. Okay, hold down the the applause here. I think I have applause. Do you want applause? (laughs) No, it's okay. There we go. There, there it is. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, wrong button. Maybe that button for sure. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Two wrong buttons in a row. But we're going back in time, and it's almost maple syrup time. Ooh, and, maple um, syrup. And uh, my friend uh, Stan Sipe had done some writing on uh, maple syrup production in Morrow County starting in 1937 and some various times between then and now. And um, I'm hoping to make this a two-parter, actually, because there's a lot here in this file. Let's do it. So let's go back to 1937. And no, Joey, I wasn't around just yet. Uh, Morrow County's agricultural agent, Elwood Davis, surveyed the county and found that 250 maple sugar camps were regularly in, operating, uh, in operation each year. Congress Township led the county with 44 camps, Gilead Township had 27, Canaan Township had one, and no sugar camps were found in Cardington Township. Countywide, Davis found that a total of 68,242 sugar maple trees were tapped in 1937. That's a lot of tapping. Man. Uh, Let's move on to 1943. Maple sugar camp operators in Morrow County's estimated... uh, uh, was estimated to 200 camps, began the process of sap collection the last week of February. As of this year, Morrow County was ranked fifth in the state in the production of maple syrup. The bulk of the county's sugar camps were located in Franklin, Gilead, Congress, and Harmony Townships. North Bloomfield, South Bloomfield, and Troy Townships had about 20 camps each. The selling price in Morrow County for a gallon of maple syrup in 1943 was between $3 and $3.25. For a gallon? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In 1942, syrup in the county sold for about two fifty dollars a gallon. Uh, moving on to 1949, the maple syrup produced in the county's 80 sugar camps retailed for $5 uh, per gallon in local stores. In 1953, the number of sugar camps in the county totaled 87 according to Morrow County Extension Agent Elwood Davis. In 1952, Morrow County ranked fourth in the state in the number of sugar maple trees tapped with 18,000. Geauga County led Ohio in trees tapped with 273,000, followed by Ashtabula, Trumbull, and Morrow Counties. Logan County was fifth with 17,000 trees tapped. Morrow County farmers produced a total of 6,936 gallons of maple syrup in 1952. It required 60 gallons of sap to make a gallon of syrup. How many saps was that? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Ohio. (laughs) Okay. Ohio ranked third in the United States in the number of trees tapped in 1952 with a total of 466,000 compared to Vermont with 2.9 million and New York with 1.8 million. In the county uh, in 1952, 
Maple syrup was expected to sell for $5 per gallon. Um, two years later, in 1954, a total of 90 sugar camps with 20,000 trees tapped were opened in Morrow County. This year, over 7,000 gallons of maple syrup were produced in the county in 1954. Prices of maple syrup over the previous 15 years have been 1958, um, $1.65 per gallon, 1940, $1.80 per gallon, and the 1954 price was $5 to five fifty per gallon. The average net income per acre for sugar woods ranged from $12 to $15, according to Elwood Davis, Morrow County's agricultural agent. Apparently he had been in that position for quite some time. <clears throat> Moving on to 1955, a forestry and maple syrup festival was held at the Cherry Street Elementary School in Mount Gilead this day. Approximately 1,500 attended the pancake and sausage supper in the school's cafeteria. Nearly 400 attended the commercial and educational exhibits, and discussions were held that were of interest to local syrup producers. A program on maple syrup production included topics given by experts such as the sugar bush, proper care and management, and production practices that pay off. 1956. This is a sweet topic. You know that, Joey? Maple Was it? syrup. Yeah. It's a sweet topic. Yes. Sure is. Okay. I bet they didn't put near as much syrup on their pancakes as we do today. Probably not. In uh, January 14, 1956, nearly 700 attended the Maple Syrup and Forestry Festival this day at the Mount Gilead Elementary School Gymnasium. A pancake supper with country sausage and pure maple syrup climaxed the festival. A speaker from Washington, D.C. spoke on the USDA research program that was currently being carried on in the maple industry. Other guests spoke on developing a maple uh, products industry on the farm and the newest trends in maple syrup equipment and manufacturing. On display in the gym were exhibits of syrup evaporators, tapping machines, chainsaws, and other equipment. That was 1956. You know what? I think we'll, we'll finish this today. You're going to call it quits there? No, we're not. We're going to go on 1957. Oh, okay. There were about 65 maple sugar camps operating in Morrow County this year. It's 1957. Ranking at third in the state in maple syrup production. 1959, the 75 maple sugar camps in the county opened the third week of February. Average production of each camp in 1958 was 110 gallons of syrup. Maple syrup retailed at $6 per gallon in 1959. 1968, due to the weather, maple sugar camps in the county did not open this year until mid-March. 1970. Now, now, Joey, how old were you in 1970? Uh, that was 15 years before I was born, Bob. Okay. <laughs> well, 1970, it was estimated that only about um, 30 maple sugar camps would open in Morrow County this year compared to 36 in 1969. Pure maple syrup sold for $7 a gallon in the county in 1970. In 1971, the lateness of the syrup-making uh, season resulted in a short supply. And in 1974, approximately 22 maple sugar camps went, in pro went into production in the county. Maple syrup 
ranged from 9 and $10 per gallon in the county. So that is from 1937 up through 1974, maple syrup production in Morrow County. Well then. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything for any flashbacks today, so I guess we will flash back to the present. <laughs> All right, Mike, are you back on solid ground? Oh, I'm sorry. I went to sleep. That was a long journey. So uh, if you're not doing anything this weekend, the movie The Beekeeper. Does that sound like something you'd want to see, Mike? The Beekeeper? Is it a horror movie? It is not, but it's a rated R movie. It is is very action-packed, Mike. Um, It is... the trailer looks really, really good for it. I'm super excited to see it. But you can see it at Capitol Theater. That's going to be 22 West High Street, Mount Gilead, Ohio, right across the street from the historical center of Morrow and, County. And, and what is admission price over there? It is $3 for matinees and $4 for evening shows. And, um, you know, Mike, last weekend we did a... Oh, wait, before I go to that, let me just finish. Fridays and Saturdays at... 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., Sunday at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. You know, last weekend we did kind of a a love throwback thing for Valentine's Day. We did The Notebook and Dirty Dancing as a double feature. And uh, if you brought in a canned good, you got a $1 entry. That was, you know, it was just $1 to see a movie. So we actually had quite a few fanned goods, and we sent those to Job and Family Services, for them to hand out to folks. And actually, there was some pretty good stuff that was brought. So we were thrilled about that. Um, also coming up, Morrow Little Theater is back into the swing of things, which is another reason why uh, Mike and I have not been able to get um, get together. It's because we are rehearsing for 12 Angry Jurors. And you're going to see a fantastic show if you come to see that. It's going to be at the Capitol Theater on April 5th, 6th, and 7th. It's going to be 7, 7, and 2.30. And tickets will be available online as we get closer to, or you can purchase them in person at the movie theater. And, Mike, that is going to be a fantastic show. We've got uh, Julie Wick, uh, Susan, I just... um, just lost Susan's last name. Uh, we've got some brand new faces. Um, Susan works at uh, Pillar Credit Union. Um, Julie Wick, uh, Maureen Flora from Mount Gilead Schools. We have Wayne Awe coming back as one of a board mem- our board members from our little theater, but he is back on the stage. Then we have, um, let's see, some new faces. Stephen Goodman, Christy Goodman, his sister. Um, Jared Pierce is another returning face. Misty Mosier, she's another returning face. Uh, she was just in It's a Wonderful Life. Um, man, I'm trying to think. There's only 13 people in the cast. Uh, Laura Wick is the assistant um, director for this show. And, um, you know, we've... Um, oh, oh, Mike, I didn't, ta- I didn't share this with you. Judge Bernal is going to play the part of the judge. It's gonna be a voiceover, but you know that's um I'm I've been I'm working on getting her on stage. I think she would do very well on stage. Her daughter has done stuff with us 
on stage. But I think Judge Bernard would do great. So again, that's going to be April 5th, 6th, and 7th. So the weekend of the eclipse is when you can see the 12 Angry Jurors from Mar Little Theater. All right, Mr. Mike, is it time? Do I need to push the button? Let's go for it. Warning. 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 Terrible, terrible puns ahead. Warning. 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 Okay, I have no jokes that are appropriate for this podcast. Let me just put that up there. But, uh, you know, I, I went to the theater to see a performance about puns. It was a play on words. Oh, hang on. What happened here? There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank You're you very welcome. much. I'm here all week. Um, a construction worker accidentally cuts off one of his ears with an electric saw. Now, how he did that, I don't know. He calls out to a guy walking on the street below. Hey, do you see my ear down there? The guy on the street picks up an ear. Is this it? No, replies the construction worker. Mine had a pencil behind it. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's about the best I could do right now. <laughs> okay. Well, folks, uh, Mike and I are a little rusty at this because uh, it's, uh, it's been, what, five, six weeks since we've done anything, at least. Um, so uh, thank you for uh, you know listening to the Marology podcast again. We'll get back into the swing of it. If you have ideas for us to cover, topics to cover, or if you'd like to be a guest because you are part of a group that has something coming up, please visit us by sending an email at Marlittle, I'm sorry, not Marlittle Theater, Marlology, M-O-R-R-O-W-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Send us that, or you can find us on Facebook. Just send us a link to your group and give us a little, uh, you know, a little information. Or if you'd like to be on, be a guest on the podcast, let us know. Again, that's Marology at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook. You know, folks, this crazy world just keeps getting crazier. And uh, be nice to each other. Be kind to each other. You never know who's facing what trouble. Till next time, see ya.